Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, shouldn't we be live from Burrowhead? I mean, really, that's the location, right? I mean, that, that's the place to be this weekend is Burrowhead. Who trademarked it? Yeah. Someone had to well, file that by now, no? I hope Mike Hilton did. He said it. Oh, wow, wait a minute. This is gaining a lot of momentum. I better trademark Burrowhead. <laughs> Because if his got people did with that, he right? didn't, then he's a dope. Because yeah. that's a oh. lot of money, particularly if they win. And then, obviously, you just make it in uh, Chiefs colors if uh, they lose. See, it's a win-win. <laughs> We're live from the TireRack.com studios, but, but Burrowhead is a great place to be tonight. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying. Should be. I've been to Burrowhead. Well, it sucks. You've been to Burrowhead? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there actually is a real Burrowhead in the world. It's in, uh, it hang next, on. Next if, to Lake Arrowhead? If you, no, no, no. If you Google bur, just Burrowhead, the first thing, well, obviously the first three things that come up is what was said this week and today, but Burrowhead oh. Holiday Village in the United Kingdom, in the UK. Isle of, Isle of Whithorn. It's That's a real awesome. place. I'm so going to have to add it Jason to my to Piccadilly Circus. Mm. Wait, it's under scenery. new ownership, though. Yeah, very good and nice, peaceful, lovely place, friendly staff and people, stunning scenery, cozy cabins, lovely, friendly hosts. We'll be back. 
Great views, good facilities, tasty food. Burrowhead. Burrowhead. Ho- I wonder, are people calling? Bur- hey, I, I, can I get tickets to the game? Hello, you've hit. Well, this is a, <laughs> this is a holiday village. Yeah, but I, I, I was told the game was in Burrowhead this week, and I want to get tickets. We don't have tickets to a game. The Wrexham game will be on Sunday morning. You watch that one. Okay, goodbye. Well, I wonder there's something call. that they offer called soft play. Mm. Exactly. The Headland Cafe Complex opened from the 1st of March to the 1st of November. It's got a cafe, takeaway, shop, arcade, and soft play. Soft play is suitable for ages eight and under. Whilst whilst the arcade has dance machines, driving games, air hockey, pool tables, and much more to suit all ages. I like that it has the word whilst in there. I now want to go to Burrowhead. Yeah, no, it's just for that. And I like soft play. Soft play sounds like, oh, when your phone initially connects to your car and it starts playing like soft rockets in the 70s and 80s. Oh, here comes Dan Fogelberg. I got soft play working in my car. Nicely done. Such is the language of love and only appropriate to talk about it on a day when many people were shut out of buying Coldplay tickets. Mm, Yeah. Burrowhead. You know, this whole Burrowhead story, there's a couple of big things to make because we're getting set. It's going to be a big night tonight as we talk for a long time about the AFC and NFC title games. And, you know, just to catch you up on the the drama of Burrowhead, it was uh, during the end of last week's game where the Bengals were beating the Bills and they knew they were going on to play in the AFC championship game and they knew they were going to Kansas City. They had figured out, okay, with this game, is it neutral site? No, we're here. They knew they were going to play in Kansas City. Now, the Bengals have had pretty good luck against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and at home the last three times it played him. Yeah, okay, we've beaten the last three times. We're feeling pretty good. But then the Bengals' Mike Hilton, mugging for the camera on the sideline at the end of the game against Buffalo, decided to welcome everybody to where they were going. And he said, welcome, we'll see you guys all in Burrowhead. So now Burrowhead's become this big thing all week long. Burrowhead, Burrowhead, Burrowhead. Well, it comes to a head today. See, Burrowhead comes to a head today where uh, the Chiefs' Chris Jones walked off his press conference with this for reporters and the Bengals getting set for the game. Take care. See y'all at Burrowhead. <laughs> See y'all at Burrowhead. And he said Burrowhead like three times during his interview. I mean, Burrowhead has just taken over. I, I don't know that I'm more excited about any story this week than just hearing them all talk about Burrowhead and just all the, the amping up and, and, and the flexing that each team is doing. Oh, you're going to call you're gonna call Arrowhead Burrowhead and the Chiefs. You're going to do that? And the, and the Bengals are walking around like, yeah, you guys aren't a challenge for us. Yeah, Burrowhead Stadium, right? You had Joe Burrow saying, I'm him i'm him oh, after yeah. he had a big touchdown against the bills i mean this is just fantastic theater but man i'll tell you burrowhead is a, is a real fun thing no you like that it, it takes on a life of its own and <laughs> you got some of it is tongue in cheek some of it is uh, i'll see you on sunday <laughs> and then you got Eli Apple, you know, being all chappy and, and chirpy in his own world. And we know so many people want to go take their shots there. So, I mean, it's it's really going to be a festival. And really, I, I want to spend a lot of time, you know, looking at both defenses. I, I've heard about Mahomes and Burrow a lot. What, what do the defenses mm. do? How do they get to the quarterback? Who gets they, to the quarterback? They, How clean is matter. the they pocket? Would, they would call it defense head if people cared about that, but it's Burrow heads. That's what people call it. That, they may be calling it Mahomes head after Sunday. Who knows? Well, if if that was that interesting, they'd be calling it the stadium after it. No, it'd be cool, man. It's... <laughs> 
It's it's just cool. It's it's it got every every little extra juice to it. And once they start using your name like that, you you've hit a whole other level. You're Joe Cool and the cigars oh, yeah. and whatever else. But now it's all right. We're we're claiming ownership of your stadium. <laughs> Stop me. It's 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 great theater. Now, there's two big things uh, off of this. There's one point about Burrow and then one that would be my only worry about the Bengals, right? Because we've already talked about the game this week and the Bengals, and, 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 and I don't know how the Chiefs can do it with Mahomes dinged Even up. Even though I picked but the Chiefs, so there. I, I know. Well, you, you, you've you been riding – this is a big deal for you because you've been riding the Chiefs all the way through the – Because Harmon hates the Chargers. Yeah. You had them well, all the way through. It, it's got nothing to do with the Chargers. Absolutely. No, your hate is well documented. I hate everybody. I mean, you can find you can find clips. I mean, yesterday was the anniversary of the Bears Super Bowl win. Did I shoehorn that into the show? For Dude, you're trading no, Justin Fields. Just ask Warren Sapp, man. <laughs> like I said, I was asked yesterday. Fields and a number one for Lamar. Mm. Bears GM Warren Sapp had this to say when he was asked about. No, but the thing about Burrow, right? The point about Burrow is he is getting into a mythical place right now like mm-hmm. Brady it was in a mythical place Mahomes is in a mythical place all these other quarterbacks you got great quarterbacks in the league but Brady mythical Mahomes mythical Joe Burrow is becoming mythical he's mythical in the media with his teammates I mean come on you don't sit here I mean I don't think Brady's teammates will sit here and say see you in Brady head next week but we're confident saying see you in Burrow head that's that's their belief in him you don't see it by this time next year Joe Burrow may vault everyone and be the biggest star in the league bigger than Brady bigger than Mahomes he just has that that it factor about him that very few people do. It's been a while. You know, look, we've seen Mahomes in the league for a while. He's unbelievable. He's an otherworldly talent, but we've seen him now. So, okay, let's see. We got somebody else coming up, and it's Joe Burrow. And it's winning playoff games, and it's performing at a high level, and he just has that about him. He has that swagger. The, the senior year at LSU, the cigar smoking after it's over, the lack of being humble and being very comfortable saying, I'm great. I mean, it's just it, it's some way that that's still in endearing to people rather the fact that it's polarizing people he just has that it factor and we, we by this time next year it may be hey hey burrow's the most popular the biggest star we talk about joe burrow all the time and then we talk about brady and mahomes and some of the other guys i mean burrow is at that level he can make that big of a breakthrough this week and in the super bowl coming up yeah i think it's it's brady until he's done because let's face it when we talk about a lightning rod it's the, would he go away already? The people that are just tired of him, and we've had this conversation for as long as we've been on air. People were tired of them when we started 10 years ago, Jason. Right? Oh, would he just go away? He was 35. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you ponder that, like, how many other quarterbacks will quarterback beyond the age of 35 before it's all done? Flacco, Ryan, keep on going. But just the simple act, uh, you know, you bring up Brady's name. There's the fond reminiscing of wow what a hell of a run and look at the numbers and look at this and the Super Bowls maybe you get a little bit into the controversies but all in all he's just known as the winner with Joe Burrow at this point he's he's that next guy up and we've been joking about it that it's a heavyweight title fight just like you'd have on a pay-per-view for wrestling because he's 3 and 0 against him because <laughs> he's 3 and 0 against him head to head He's a good interview. 
and not afraid to be a chap ass. Yet he hasn't gone over to the dark side to where people hate him yet. It's a beautiful thing. Maybe it's because he's in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to suddenly hate Cincinnati. Boy, I felt bad for them for like 20 years. Now I can't really hate them yet. I need them to no, start that's winning. No, that's it. And, it's and a slower burn. Dreams. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't hate him yet. But the other part of it is this, because that's, that's – and they just think about that rarefied air, because, hey, he's a great new quarterback, cuts through the clutter. He's the guy. This is the only thing, my only worry about Cincinnati is that their chip on their shoulder that they've been running with this playoff from the end of the regular season and, oh, we'll have to uh, – we're, we're the team that, that because of what happened um, on the Monday night game against the Bills, we're going to be the team that's got to lose playoff game, that lose home playoff games. We're going to have to go on the road. We're not – we're the ones the NFL is screwing with a coin flip. They have ridden that chip on their shoulder thing awesomely, right? And that's one of those things that, hey, that can help push you through a lot of things. But it's now evolved to they're confident into being really overconfident with this burrow head and on the road. And, and everything they have said this week has come from a, a place of, hey, we proved you all wrong. This is how good we are. We're the biggest, baddest guys on the block. And when, I, I, I can't tell you how many teams I have seen go from, hey, we're hungry. We're going to prove you guys wrong to, oh, yeah, now you see how good we are. And they wind up falling flat. You know, it, it happens so often that you wind up with a flat outing and, and here come the Chiefs. Okay, you think Burrow heads here? Okay, hey, Joe Burrow, you're getting a little extra when we rush the pass and you try to make that take that extra second to complete that pass. And, and that's the only thing that worries me is that this Bengals chip on their shoulder confidence has gotten into supreme overconfidence. And, and, and that's where I always see it. Look, I see the Jets getting in trouble all the time. Every time the Jets say, oh, see, not the same old Jets, they lose five in a row. Oh, see, it's not the same old Jets, they lose five. Some teams can handle adversity like that, and some teams can't handle success. And this is a big success for the Bengals. And that, again, all this week, because Mahomes is dinged up, the Bengals are the better team. Burrow is the better quarterback this weekend. Regardless, Mahomes is hurt. Burrow is the better quarterback. I don't see the worst quarterback winning in a game, but this is the only thing that gives me concern about the Bengals is, boy, they really feel like, hey, we've had a sense of accomplishment. Now we're going to dust our way through the, the Chiefs and get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm always uh, a little bit leery when everybody's talking points are, are really all one-sided on a game, and maybe that's how it comes out. But Patrick Mahomes is going to take the field. Andy Reid is still in charge here. And you have a defense in the Chiefs that, had, for as much as we're talking about what the Eagles did, right, historic, let's put them up there with the 85 Bears and the Ravens and all these teams. They had 70 sacks. The, the Chiefs had 55 they can get after the quarterback, and you do have three offensive linemen that we waited for the dam to break last week. It didn't. Who's to say it does, right? Everybody keeps saying it about Brock Purdy, so why can't I say it about the damn Bengals offensive line? <laughs> it's going to be – this is the week. Purdy's going to be exposed as a fraud. La, la, la. It's going to happen. Uh, okay, the Bengals' three guys uh, are that were signed and, and, and forced into prominent roles can have an off night too. Just kind of throwing it out there. And Joe Burrow may be on his ass as much as Mahomes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. He is a pro football Hall of Fame voter, longtime insider. Check out his latest on Outkick. J. Cole, if, if you, you tell us, what was it like? You lived in Burrowhead for a number of years. What was Burrowhead like? Burrowhead is an impressive place, um, okay. if you, especially if you can get inside the actual head of Joe okay. Burrow and figure out what's going on. But, yeah, Burrowhead – very, imp- very, very impressive place. It's where you don't lose to Patrick Mahomes ever. 
Okay. So, because uh, I would rather Although, live in the head than live in the borough. This. It's, a yeah. cha- it's a challenge um, when you don't have one side of your entire offensive line. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a problem. That, but, it's but the game's in Burrowhead. It should be fine. The game, the game is in Burrowhead. It's all good. The, the, the Bengals have gone from chip on their they, shoulder to, hey, we're the greatest team ever. Who, who's going to block Chris Jones? <laughs> Just wonder. <laughs> and Frank Clark on the same. Cause, see, you know, Steve Spagnola may not be blessed with the best overall um, uh, team or, you know, group of talent that he's ever had in his in his career. This is not like when the Giants upset, you know, the Patriots and he had, you know, Justin Tuck and, you know, Mike Strahan and all those guys up front. Um, but he do, does have two two guys who can really play up front. And they line up exactly where those two missing offensive linemen are supposed to be. So this could be an issue. Just saying. Could be an issue. So you're going with the Chiefs. So your pick is the Chiefs. You're, you're going against Burrow. I, I don't, look, I, look. The, the problem, of course, is that Patrick Mahomes is banged up too, right? So which way do you go on this one? I, I think this is a fantastic game. Not because both teams are at their best, but because both teams have major issues to overcome, and you want to see how the how the respective coaches are going to deal with it. I would say this: I think Cincinnati believes it can be anybody at any time. Like they just don't care. And Joe Burrow does have that. Like he's got a swagger that is just completely and totally out of control. It's a lot like watching the swagger of Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, man. That was a good one. You, re- you really zigged, and I thought you were going to zag right there with Zach Wilson. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And by the way, can I just say, nothing says fix Zach Wilson like Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Well, listen, I got news for you, okay? This was done, obviously, to get Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, who is prickly about the media coverage he gets in Green Bay, is going to go to New York. Sure he is. Come on, that ayahuasca tea or whatever, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take all his cares away. Yeah, He's been waiting that's going to work. He's, he's been waiting for this. We're getting Aaron Rodgers. He's, yeah, like him. the West Coast guy who burns incense while he does, you know, cleanses every offseason um, as he over, you know, looking over the bluffs of Malibu wants, you know, to hear from Fireman Ed. Well, hey, nothing says cleansing yourself like going to the Jets. Oh, I, I really am starting over. I, <laughs> nothing says okay. cleansing yourself like playing. In the meadow, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, this was one of those hires where it reeked of desperation that it had to happen to have a shot at Aaron Rodgers. Now he addressed it in his weekly McAfee thing, kind of uh, with the nod and the wink of hire the right guy for Zach Wilson. I don't know why there's yeah, a question well, about I mean, Zach well, Wilson. Right. But... Nobody's hiring anybody to fix Zach Wilson. Like Zach Wilson has already fixed himself, like, and it's in a pickle, right? Um, mm, like, 
<laughs> right. Like, it's just this, this is all about, like, who's the next guy. And, yeah, they're angling for Aaron Rodgers just like everybody else is going to angle for Aaron Rodgers. And who's going to get in on this one? And who's going to get Brady? And, yeah, eventually somebody's going to win these sweepstakes. Um, but, again, if you're Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't matter where you go. It, the offensive quitter in it, coordinator doesn't matter at any team you choose to play for because you're the offensive coordinator. He's the one drawing up the the game plan. So it's like, hey, Aaron, what do you like this week? That's how the game plan is going to get drawn up wherever he goes. Um, Because he's he's gotten to the point where, I mean, he's basically uncoachable. Um, And and uncontrollable. In, in many ways, and so team has to put up with that. And well, listen, and, but the, wait, but the Jets, the Jets have had bad coaches. They can't coach anyway. So why, why do I care if he's well, listening to them or not? You may have better ideas. I mean, you're not, you're not breaking news there, pal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so why is well, it a big deal saying, if he doesn't listen the Jets to them? Are then? dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? You could say the same thing every year since 1970. Okay, <laughs> it's just a bad organization. Okay, so. Getting Aaron Rodgers there doesn't fix the organization at all. In fact, it just puts Aaron Rodgers in the middle of New York, and he already has problems dealing with the media in Green Bay. Okay, stop. This is not Crocodile Dundee moves to Los Angeles or whatever. This is, Aaron Rodgers can handle the media. I, I think he can handle it a little bit. He's been no, looking actually, forward to this for really, years. He's, he's look. It's he's already prickly as it gets. Right, and he he takes everything really to heart. Like he argued with a story this season. I can't remember. It was about you know it was about all these issues he was having with with the receivers, and he's you know he's talking about you know people are saying this and you know saying that, implying that they were all off the record sources. Everybody was on the record. He took he he took issue with that. Guess what he's going to do when Steve Serby writes a column with eleven unnamed sources? Like he's just going to his brain's going to fry. He's just not. He will not enjoy this. He will. He will. Uh, I mean, it's just it's going to be a nightmare. He'll be, he'll be at war in in August with Ooh, the New York media. Yeah, you got Serby in there as well. Nicely done, Jason. Go with us. The war's going to be in well, August my favorite before one the game's is my even started. Covering. My first year covering the the NFL beat was when Ray Hambley was coaching the Giants. And I was going up to cover a preseason game in New York. And Serby had literally so many anonymous sources that he numbered them one through like ten. <laughs> I swear to God that he just eviscerated Ray Hambley in a column with ten unnamed sources that he numbered. It was awesome. <laughs> Jason Cole with us here, selector for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Seven books out there that you can find to add to your library and become as well-read as he is. He's uh, the latest Elway, A Relentless Life, uh, and he's exceeding blunt. Yeah, no, that rich oh. mahogany too. Uh, at Jason Cole sixty two, where you find him, read him on Outkick as well. So that that's it. Let's go to the quarterbacks that are that are fun. Then you got Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray. Who would you rather try to corral if you were a coach? Oh uh, well, I mean, come on. I mean, I want to have Aaron Rodgers. Come on, I can Kyler Murray. 
I mean, he's getting smaller by the year. It was like he was five foot eighty. He's like down to five foot four now. Like okay, he's so who? Quarterback. So who's going to end up coaching him? <laughs> who who's desperate enough to take that job? Like I just like they're going to get somebody who's going to get fired in two years anyways because he's not going to be able to turn around Kyler Murray. I, you know, I don't I don't know who's actually – I don't know who really, really wants the job outside of the daring and the desperate, right? That's, that's what you end up getting in Arizona. It's going to be the same thing in Indianapolis because you're stuck – you're married to a quarterback. I mean, is it not clear enough already that Sean Payton wants no real part of Denver? Yeah, he wants right. no part of any of it, it seems, at this point. Well, right, because none of the situations are perfect. Right. I will say this. Sean Payton has worked it so that he's got Russell Wilson begging him to take the job, right? Yeah. And by getting Russell Wilson to beg him to take the job, he is, therefore, empowered over Russell Wilson. And this will be the only time because they're stuck with Russell Wilson. So if he's ever going to coach the guy, this is the time to do it, right? When you when you have when you have that kind of leverage over a guy, but I mean, I just don't think he's going to do it. I just don't think it's going to happen. All right, let me ask you this. Let's finish here. Then we will come full circle. We talked about Burrowhead, and we got into this now. <laughs> Brock does, Purdy does, is going to win a Super Bowl. Wow, look at you. Look at you. From the Andrew Luck is going to win a Super Bowl to Brock Purdy is going to win a Super Bowl. Look at you. Well, Andrew Luck should have won a Super Bowl, unfortunately. He's got a banner. He does have a banner. Yeah, he does. I got to go over to he, – he's – I got to go see him at Stanford again. <laughs> I gotta, we got to talk important issues. Um, but Brock you're Purdy, taking Purdy over Hurts. I, I look. I think they're going to win this game. Um, I think it's, this is a this is a fantastic game. Where yes, Brock Purdy easily could get inundated by the combination of you know Graham and Fletcher Cox and all the other big bodies that they throw at him. Right, that becomes a really tough one to me. Um, but I trust the San Francisco defense enough to keep them under control. That's number one. And number two, I think that Philadelphia's defense, while the secondary is really good, has had problems dealing with good pass-catching running backs and good tight ends. And then you throw two really good receivers, because Brandon Ayuk, now playing with Purdy, is the most effective he's ever been in his career. And George Kittle has returned to being incredibly effective with Purdy there because Purdy likes to use the tight end. So one concern I have is if they get behind, if look, if, if Philly's offense gets going and can get a 10-point you know, lead, or any kind of two-score two lead in this game, then Purdy probably gets overwhelmed in this game. But I just don't see that happening. I see this being a one-score game pretty much the entire game all the way through. 
He's on Twitter at Jason Cole 62. That is at Jason Cole 62. Whether he's living in Burrowville or Purdy Town, you can contact him there. Uh, and we'll get to uh, we'll get to the Hall of Fame coming up soon. You got to get to get to the talk and the conversation. We can talk about the Hall of Fame next next week. We can talk about it. Yeah, I know. let's be- go. I mean, Darrell Revis is getting in right. A unanimous first ballot. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hello. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? McFly. Oh, there he is. <laughs> see y'all in Burrowhead. Uh, all right. We'll see, see you in Burrowhead, Jekyll. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Vegas Insider. He's on Twitter at Todd Furman. Check out his Bet the Board podcast. See him on CBS as well. Todd, what's happening, man? How are you this Friday night? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Hopefully you boys are holding up over there the same way. All right, so obviously you've done so much. You're going through your Twitter feed today, everything going on with the AFC-NFC Championship games. Uh, let, let's, get, let's get to this one. Which game do you like the most? What's the number you like the most? Yeah, I don't like either of these games, to be honest, guys. I think they're both going to be great to watch from a fan standpoint and everything else, but there's very little betting value, as you typically see this time of year. The markets continue to get more efficient. The injuries are baked into the numbers, and the reality of it is the ship has kind of sailed on Kansas City and Cincinnati. If you had a chance to grab the Bengals plus three on the open, I tip my hat. That's the best of the number that was out there. And the same can be said about Kansas City. Uh, And for someone who bet Kansas City in the first half plus a half a point, I'm not going to sit here and champion laying and a half or condoning laying one there. So that's probably the strongest lean I have, knowing that Patrick Mahomes is going to be at his healthiest in the first half of that game before the ankle stiffens up and some of the pain meds wear off but not quite sure who walks out of Arrowhead victorious. I will say that the Cincinnati Bengals coming in with an awful lot of bluster and bravado, probably not the best recipe for success against a team that you beat by a grand total of nine points in three games, and you trailed going into the fourth quarter in all of them. Can I get a prop bet on the number of yards allowed by Eli Apple? Uh, I mean, hopefully Kansas City targets him early and often because you look at his coverage grades, they're nothing to write home about. It'd be the same thing, guys, when you went into college classes and you know you were able to consistently pull good grades. And the guy that's pulling a low C average or a high D is the one talking the most trash before all those grades get posted. When you're elite, you're afforded that luxury. When you're Eli Apple, I'd be in that locker room in that defensive huddle going, Man, dude, shut your mouth, go out there and perform. Don't give them added bulletin board material any more than what the man of Cincinnati provided for Kansas City as well. <laughs> All right, what are you a bigger fan of? Take you out of gambling for a second. Burrowhead or the Niners t-shirt on the Rocky statue, Brocky? Do you like Burrowhead or Brocky? What do you like better? Uh, you know what? That's a tough call. I, I think I like Brocky a little bit better. I mean, hopefully for Niners fans, Brocktober comes about six, seven months <laughs> earlier than anticipated here because they're going to need all of their players to raise their level uh, against Philadelphia. But here we are again, guys, and we talked about this last week, uh, not knowing how good the Giants really were. Were they a byproduct of playing bad football teams down the stretch that Philadelphia took advantage of? And suddenly we're talking about the Eagles as the greatest things since sliced bread because they beat up on a Giants team that had linebackers that probably couldn't cover the three of us out in space. So I made this game closer to one. Haven't gotten involved yet. If the number did get to three, I'd be value betting the 49ers. And that's the thing. Going through with the the 49ers, seemingly um, as you said, the recency of what the Eagles were able to do. It's like, oh, there they are. World beaters again. Uh, This is a decided step up in class, at least to my estimation, except everybody's still waiting for the demise of Brock Purdy. 
Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Look, I mean, we know that there's a history uh, or lack thereof of rookie quarterbacks taking their teams to the biggest game in the NFL. And the reality of it is Kyle Shanahan has done more with less this year, going through not one, not two, but three quarterbacks here, dealing with a laundry list of injuries. But the biggest question that Philadelphia is going to have to address in this spot is, is that run defense drastically improved from a group that we saw struggle the first 10, 11 weeks. I know metrically they've been better. They've at least been average. Uh, And the other thing about it is the offensive line is going to get tested early and often. You may not have the luxury of of being able to use your tackles on the outside to try and slow down the pass rush. So keep a close eye on Nick Bosa against Jordan Mailata. I think that's the weak link for Philadelphia. And if they're not going to chip or give him some extra help on the inside, could be a very disruptive force. All right, so outside of that, playing quarterback musical chairs, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of days. Tom Brady's upset when he gets criticized by his former teammates. Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Uh, what are the odds? What are the lowest odds? Is, is, are the, the Jets the favorite now for Rodgers? Who's the favorite for Brady? Uh, I mean, obviously Rodgers is still a favorite to return back to where he played his football for his entire career back in Green Bay. So every market's a little bit different, and I would caution people that are looking at some of these prices uh, to kind of make sure they're reading the fine print because they become enamored with short numbers, not realizing that if they return to their current team that some of those bets are null and void. But the Jets probably make the most sense, mainly because because I could see Woody mortgaging the future and trading multiple first-round picks to chase a dream, which I think is a little bit short-sighted, but that's the Jets. They do all sorts of unique things, Smith, as you are all too accustomed to. And as far as Brady, I mean, I said before, I mean, I thought Miami made the most sense in terms of a logical fit. The Raiders aren't built to win now, and Tom Brady at this point in his career needs everything to be perfect for him to be able to compete and perform at a high level. He's got a little bit more zip on the ball than Peyton Manning in the twilight of his career when he won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. But at the same time, I mean, Miami, if they work on their offensive line a bit and get the young players to step up, the weapons are there on the offensive and defensive side the only deterrent the AFC is an absolute bear I mean there's no easy out with the way that we've seen quarterbacks upgraded top to bottom throughout that conference Todd Furman our guest the bet the board podcast where you find him joins us each and every week here the Jason Smith show with me Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio find Todd on Twitter at Todd Furman Uh, back to the the games as well on the AFC side of things um, the defense, we talk a lot about the quarterbacks, but the defense making the day. And I have the joke on Eli Apple, but folks seemingly forgetting Kansas City plays some defense too, Todd, in, in this process, at least on the up front. So I see a lot of props on Joe, Bat- Joe Burrow that are pretty high. In terms of totals. I mean, Joe Burrow, look, he's gone out there and performed. We know the Bengals aren't afraid to put the ball in his hands and trust the face of their franchise to go out there and win football games, and rightfully so. There's no reason to lean on the ground game any more than you have to. Last weekend, Joe Mixon, you know, exceeded everyone's expectations. It was the second greatest rushing performance we'd seen in Bengals playoff history. First downs, 30 of them was a franchise best, and they did all sorts of things that are a little bit different than their DNA. I don't give their offensive line a free pass. I think everybody fell in love with their performance last week, but if you watch tape and you talk to guys that have played the game, I never have. 
Defensive linemen are at a massive disadvantage when they're working in snow. All it takes is the offensive lineman to engage, and it pretty much shuts them down. You can't spin off. You can't use your bull rush. You can't get your footing to get after a quarterback. Here comes Chris Jones, George Karloftis, and Frank Clark that are going to make life a little bit more difficult. So Joe Burrow is extremely effective getting the ball out of his hands quickly. The Bengals have shown an ability to drive the football methodically this year compared to last. Uh, And I think both of these defense could surprise some people. So as this total continues to leak up, with the expectation that Patrick Mahomes will be healthier than we think. Uh, I think under makes a ton of sense. I mean, over the last two postseasons, the Bengals have played exactly one game that's gone over the total, and that exceeded oddsmakers' expectations by half a point in their playoff opener this year against the Ravens. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman. Check him out on CBS. Check out the Bet the Board podcast as well. Todd, as always, man, appreciate you every Friday night. Enjoy the games on Sunday. We'll talk to you. You got it, gentlemen. Have a great weekend and have fun watching. Bittersweet that we only have three meaningful football games left this season. Sadness. Yeah, but then we we'll have the quarterback carousel, which is just as fun. We can talk about quarterbacks. Spoken like a true Jets fan there, Smith, and you can <laughs> wait for Syracuse's over-under win total to get released and hope that bowl eligibility is in the future for the Harvard of upstate New York. But Nathaniel Hackett's with yeah. the Jets. And he's a Q's guy, sure. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.